Welcome back to another episode of Confessions from the Sidelines. And I'm your host, Sarah L. Coward. I am so excited to share this episode with you today. Our guest is Bubba Watson. Bubba is known as the big-hitting, left-handed golfer who plays with the pink driver. He grew up in the small town of Baghdad, Florida. He has 12 wins on the PGA Tour, including two Masters wins in 2012 and 2014. Bubba has a unique story about his journey to becoming a collegiate athlete that he shares about in his new book, Up and Down. And here is my conversation with Bubba. Bubba, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to have you on. I know with your new book that just came out, you provide so much wisdom in those pages. And it was such a fantastic read. I don't I don't know. First of all, I don't know if wisdom is the right words, but I shared put it that way. Oh, well, you know, and I think it's so funny. You know, our listeners are high school athletes who and their parents who are trying to become collegiate athletes. And you shared a lot about that journey of what it was like for you coming through high school and really trying to make it to the next level. Could you share a little bit about that, too, here? Yes. Um, you know, the dream. I think every kid that plays sports, the dream is to be a professional, right? To be at the highest level that you can possibly get to. And as a kid, it's not about money. It's not about fame. It's not about anything, but that little trophy. So in golf, we get little plastic trophies as a kid. And I don't even know where they are now. I hate to say that, but (laughs) let's be honest. The trophies just fall apart. Right. And so there's so much more than, than the trophies. But as a kid, that's all I knew. Um, My dad said, hey, if you're going to go to college, you better be really smart or really good at a sport. And I wasn't very smart. I didn't. Okay, I take that back. I didn't. I didn't try hard enough. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's let's be dead honest here. I didn't try because I was so focused on my sport. If I had it to do over, I wouldn't change anything except to try at school. There's nothing in my life that I want to change because I met a beautiful woman that that loves me and I'm married to her for 17 years. But trying harder in school because your sport can only take you so far and then it's done because old age sets in. So right. you got to do, do something else. And so, you know, I had I, I wish I would know more for business purposes and other things in life. Um, so I missed the boat on those areas. So I'd like to redo the trying at school. Yeah. But you know, I've made it this far so far. So I'm, I'm right. hanging in there right now. Yeah, I, I think so. I think you it panned out pretty well. But, you know, I as I was reading the book, you really talked about this transition of where like you got a call, recruiting call to maybe go play at Georgia. And then the conversation happened of like your grades aren't there. What were those kind of emotions that you experienced? Because you did end up going to play at a junior college. And our listeners know that that's where I my sport started and ended at the collegiate level at a junior college. And so. How did that really, what did you work through in those emotions to say like, oh man, I'm not going to make it to D1, but this is the next stepping stone. So there's a whole story here, but um, (laughs) my mom is the only, so the only Watson, she's not really a true Watson, but she graduated Mississippi State. So she worked hard, went to school, paid for her own schooling. She wasn't very good at sports. And so she went there for schooling. My dad dropped out. So the true Watson, I'm the first true Watson to graduate high school. And so with that being said, I was supposed to turn pro after high school. And uh, my mom said, no, as soon as I walked and got my diploma in high school, she said, you're going to college. And I said, mom, I, I can't go to college. My grades are bad. Um, the big schools are already taken the scholarships and, um, 
that's when junior college happened and Baymanette, Alabama, which is yeah. give or take an hour and 15 minutes from my house. I, um, I went to junior college there and they changed the name. I don't even know the name of the school. Yeah, well, it used to be Faulkner, Faulkner State. Faulkner. Yeah. And so yeah. now I think it's part of the um, coastal Alabama community college system. Okay. I think is where go. it is now. Yeah. So you know more than I do. Um, <laughs> Only because, you know, listeners know, like I worked at University of South Alabama, so very familiar with right. all those junior colleges in that area. Right. And so so my mom said, now you're not turning pro. You're going to go to school. And I'm like, mom, there's there's no scholarships. And yeah. we we found out about this junior college close by and um, they they let me be on the team. And even with my grades, the way they were, they were not very good. And I actually put a little bit more effort into schooling because now I had a dream. I had a dream to go to Georgia. I had a dream. This They were number one in the country at the time. Mm-hmm. They won the national championship right before I got there. So they were the best. And then, oh, the side note, you get to play Augusta National uh, once a year, being a part of the school. So as a golfer, that's like heaven on earth, right? Right. And And so I was like, okay, if I had to study just so I could play Augusta, I'm good. I'll start studying. And so I did. I put some effort in and graduated and then transferred over to Georgia. But, um, yeah, it was um, it was um, it was a low point because it was like an embarrassment that I. I didn't have the grades to get into Georgia. I didn't have the uh, the the goal or the drive, but I had the drive in golf and in my sport, but I didn't have the drive over here. And so looking back, that's what I said. Looking back, I wish I did it better so then I could do more business stuff after golf. But um, yeah. but yeah, so it was it was an eye opener and it was definitely an embarrassment. Um, I mean, I know I talk about it and I smile about it, but it was definitely an embarrassment where I wish I would have um, taken it more serious um, inside the classroom. Yeah. So what is a piece of advice? Because I'm thinking of our listeners who are high school students. They have this big dream. They're like, I want to play collegiate athletics. You and I both know it's not just about being the star athlete. So what are some things that they could be doing to really level up their game, if you will? Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a, there's so many answers here, right? Right. Um, right. You know, it's first of all, doing right and not wrong. Um, going to school. Um, if you look, I mean, they, they talk about it every, let's just take football, football. They talk about the different guys. They donate money to the these different sponsors, donate money to colleges based on a GPA that a lineman or a quarterback or a wide receiver have or a kicker. And so there's a reason why, right? The schools want the best of the best. You can, we can all catch a football. Now can you catch a football and know right from wrong and prove the classwork is still there? Because I told my son, he's nine years old. I told my son, the quarterback has to be the smartest on the field. He has to know defenses. He has to know offenses. He has to know all those things. And he has to study the film. He has to know what the film means. And he has to do this and that and calls and everything. And so my son said, okay, maybe I don't want to be a quarterback. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, but I, but I tried to explain it to him. And then I said, you know, I have a car dealership. I have a candy shop. I have a driving range, a baseball team. And the, the education I needed, luckily, I have enough education to get a right-hand man that really knows everything. <laughs> um, and that we, we went to high school together. And so now he's my right-hand man. But, um, you know, it, it's, there's so many things. And then there's that moment. I hate to say this, but there's that moment you're one play away. You're one mm-hmm. golf shot away from never playing again. Yeah. So education. I will preach education, education, education. you got to have that piece of paper that says you're educated. Um, that's why I went back in 2008 and graduated is because I can't I can't do a junior clinic or charity stuff and then tell kids to go to school when I didn't graduate. Mm-hmm. And that piece of paper 
I have it. I mean, I know where it is at all times that says that I graduated. So I graduated from high school, junior college, and now University of Georgia um, because I'm one play away from never playing that sport again. And then guess what? Everybody else is practicing harder than me. So they're trying to take my job. So I always have to be prepared and you got to prepare both sides. It's not just, it's just not Tom Brady does not practice football. He practices life. He practices other things to help him grow as a football player. Yeah. Oh, that's such good wisdom. And I think these students listening are just like grabbing hold of all of that to know here's the next step I have to do. Well, Bubba, you know, the podcast is called Confessions from the Sidelines. So I would love to know, what is your favorite memory from standing on the sidelines as a golfer? So the first one that pops in my head is 2016. I was seventh player in the world. And so Everybody knows what seventh best player in the world is. Um, doesn't matter what sport, what business, it doesn't matter. You're the seventh best out of the whole world. And um, there's, they take American Ryder Cup. They take 12 best Americans. So if I'm seventh in the world, I'm definitely top 12. But then there's other countries involved there. So I'm probably like third best American. But I did not get picked on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, some people were playing better than me at the time. So they picked other players. And um and so it was a sad moment. I mean, how do you how do you not get picked being seventh in the world? And so I, um, I asked the captain, um, the captain, and the vice captains, if I could be a vice captain and help. And what I learned from the sidelines is there's so much more to my sport. There's so much more to me. And if you define me as a professional golfer, that limits who I am. Um, and so I realized, though, golf has helped me get to a spot where now I can help many people. And um, the 12 guys, the 12 players that I got to help, I got to impact. They got to see who Bubba Watson was. Um, I got to find out who Bubba Watson was. Um, And so all these people were impacted differently. And luckily they did win. They won the Ryder Cup and they won that. They got to take home that little trophy uh, because there's no money involved. It's only that little trophy. And I got to be a part of that. And so for me, looking from the sidelines, I saw how I needed to be as a player. I saw how I needed to be a player for, for captains if I make other teams. I saw who I needed to be as a helper and not just a golfer, but I needed to be a helper because I loved it. It, it. it thrilled me more than anything. I got no praise for it. I didn't get a, I didn't get a trophy, but I got to help, help these guys win this trophy. And um, it was a dream come true. Um, obviously, it was heartbreaking, kind of like the defeat, knowing that I couldn't go to a big school. Um, but I learned from it and it came positive from it. Being seventh in the world and not getting picked, um, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's such a powerful lesson for students to hear, especially golfers who like it's typically an individual sport. But at that moment, you had a chance to really be part of that team and be a team player in that sport. So, Bubba, thank you so much for being here. I know like this was just going to be so powerful for our listeners. No, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning into today's show. Be sure to go and grab a copy of Bubba's book, Up and Down. And don't forget to share this show with your favorite student athletes. And until next time, I will be cheering you on from the sidelines.